hit record. All right, welcome back to the Best Boys of Film podcast by the Pitt Brothers. I'm one of those brothers. I'm JP, aka Slob Thomas, and I'm here with my bro Ham with the wavy brows. Caterpillar Johnson. Caterpillar Johnson. <laughs> you should take that act on the road. Yeah. And now for Caterpillar Johnson. Thank you. But what's up, everybody? I'm Corey for the story, also known as part of the Pit Bros. Um, Ew. And we're here to talk about some fucking duh. Uh, I'm here to talk about some booms, some big old booms. Yeah, I kind of came up with this idea on a whim. Uh, change it up from all the. Uh, artsy fart movies we've been watching lately i mean not like all of them we watch some you know mainstream critical movies more more so really but we've been having fun with that and i wanted to you know bring it back home to a genre that is near and dear to all of our hearts and that is the genre of action um you know many of our films as youths were based around the action adventures genre um and obviously growing up in the 90s um, and getting a lot of 90s and indies and 80s movies. Um, that was a, the basis of a lot of it. Terminator 2 was what? When we were kids. <laughs> was when we were very little. And I remember seeing that movie constantly uh, played. Um, but all right. I'm excited. I'm on. You're excited. First week, we got First Blood in the raid. Um, and uh, they were fucking wild. But Corey, yeah. before we get to that, do you got any updates for us? You seem to not be... You're in a different location every stream. So where are you today? Yeah. Today I'm in West Hills, California. I am staying at my uh, my buddy Evan's house. Uh, he is housing me while... Well, I'm house-sitting for him while he goes on vacation, and I'm out here for work. Um got back on euphoria and then i got picked up on a new show for hopefully multiple days but i think this first one's just kind of a, a one and doneer but uh yeah excited to be back out hate flying just sick of it i'm tired all the time but here we are well uh, that's exciting i'm glad you're getting work and all of the world is coming back um yeah it's been very busy very like this is the most work I've probably had in all of my career. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. So did you? Was it? I know you've been busy this week. Did it? Was it hard for you to get your movies done? Um, kinda. I watched First Blood on the plane here yesterday, and then last night I uh, I sat and watched the raid with my with Evan. Um, it was a nice nice way to finish off the week. That's not bad. But I worked. Yeah, I had to work every other day and just didn't have the time to do it. But the, uh... but yeah, no, got it in. Made it work. Uh, I mean, not that I, uh, with these movies more so than a normal movie. Uh, that's the thing about action is you have when you want to look at it in under a critical lens, you really have to you know, watch it. 
You can't just mm. like look at it and set the scene in your mind and look at something else and and, he, and listen to it because so much of what is you're there for is that you know the kinetic the visuals and the kinetic storytelling and and all that the, which is something the boom you might say yeah the boom but the boom's also audio the boom isn't all is a you know is onomatopoeia but yeah, gotta cue up the pod here comes the boom yeah if i could play that on uh, without getting copyright strike you do bet your ass i'd be using that <laughs> here comes the boys from the south it's perfect the best boys from the south. <laughs> Here comes the boom. Ready or not. All right. Um. So no other updates. Um. With me, nothing much really. Just been uh, working on house stuff. Um. We got. There's gonna be some work being done on our house in a few weeks. So we got to prepare and clean and things. Um, we've had our house issues last week. We were going to go to camp today, but then we decided um, not to. So I'm kind of here. Kind of opened up. Days opened up. Hoping to get some things done. It's been raining constantly, so. So, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, normal house it's, house things. It's 100 degrees out here. No rain in sight. Um... It's it's more it's been humid as fuck because all the rain, but it hasn't been like abnormally hot. Like it's gone up to ninety, I think. Um, I think uh, the hot um, it was like ninety three a week ago, but then it, after that rain, it cooled it back down. All right. Well, they don't want to hear about the weather. They can go to the weather channel. Let's uh let's get into these movies then. Um, for boom fest, boom 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 boom. I should have had some drops ready. Maybe I will for next week. Um. Like explosions and that'd be good. Um, but yeah, should we start? I feel like we should start with First Blood, right? Yeah. All right. Let me. This was a nice watch because I had watched this with Dad like a million times growing up. Yeah, our Dad always said this is one of the his one of the best movies. The um, I remember we got him the uh the blu-ray for i think father's there or something back when like the blu-rays first came out mm -hmm. we were all watching it down in the basement and it was just like holy shit this looks so much better how do they do it yeah I, um i they didn't have a 4k stream available so i watched it in 1080 and it, it looked really good yeah same here for honestly for both movies i couldn't find a uh i could only find a 1080 stream Um, so yeah, classic film seen it a million times, but I haven't actually watched it front to back in a good five or so years. I want to say, I've, this is a movie I watched a million times, but it, I was definitely in remembered a lot more. Like I, there was a lot more nuance. I noticed this time that I probably didn't notice, um, the first few times through, um, but this is an excellent fucking film. This is excellent movie. Um, I honestly, the first act, I would say is flawless. Um, from the beginning through all the way until things start to slow down. Um, like after the, the guy, the first guy dies, the cop dies in the helicopter and all that. Um, it kind of slows down a bit before the army comes. Or the National Guard part. Yeah. The, um, from up to that point, I definitely flawless. 
well, the, my only gripe was just I feel like that guy just kind of just the sheriff was just hating on him for not a real reason. Well, let's see. Just, but like, but back in the day, post uh, there was a lot of hate for hippies and homeless, and these small towns didn't. They thought that like letting um, a couple people, you know, like that hang around your town that it would only just make encourage more of it so well, there's he says like a, he says a line like you think you're gonna wear that jacket with that flag on it and well he thinks okay he's a hippie here. he thinks he's just a hippie he doesn't know that he's actually a veteran that he's just wearing some military jacket and he's uh like you got to think about when this was made um yeah well i guess in the book the uh the anger stems from the sheriff is a veteran from the korean war and is pissed off that he doesn't get the same amount of attention as vietnam war people do or some shit yeah like that, that. Doesn't, that doesn't seem to be the thing here i think it's just this, this is like a cop that hates hippies and i think honestly you could have any kind of um stand in uh in terms of you know a person of color um obviously this is a veteran with mental illness um but a person of color an lgbt person um and he honestly, just a homeless person of various kinds, um, people would get, you know, fucked with by cops, especially in the South. Um, Let's say place in Washington, I think. State. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, I don't think that matters. Washington has some extremely conservative areas in it. And you just mm. got to think about that small time mentality, a small town mentality of wanting to keep it clean. And mm -hmm. you got a sheriff who thinks he's the king of the town and can literally do whatever he wants. Yeah. And he thinks he's doing good. Um, yeah, there seems to be a lot of animosity between him and the uh, and the military and just, like, anyone who's coming into his shit, like, this is my kingdom, like, you don't come in here and tell me what to do um, kind of uh, mentality. I think it was good. 80s hair that Sylvester Stallone had that really, really set him off. This movie is what, 1979, isn't it? I think it's 82. 82. Yeah, 82. Yeah, sorry. Oh, the novel, 72. Um, yeah. yeah, it's very, yeah, it's poofy hair is, is very apparent in the beginning section. Um, and yeah, there's a, then there was an epidemic with Vietnam vets um, afterwards uh, that even to this day uh, are struggling with getting proper medical care and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was yeah. one of the things that, like, it, as a kid, you know, when he has the breakdown at the end, it was like, yeah, oh, oh, I get it. He's been through all this. But, like, all the little things leading up to, like, the little subtle things, like, for PTSD in the, in the first act, uh, picked up a lot more on this time, like, watching it as a grown adult. Um, but I thought it was really good. I, it definitely... Stallone, which I guess co-wrote this, um, you know, he definitely was showing off some range on this. Yeah, I think Sylvester Stallone um, has as was he got like really hands-on um, in the early days, uh, Rocky stuff, mm. um, the middle Rockies, and um, and like later, even later with the Expendables and stuff, he seemed like really. Um, Wanting to be involved in the filmmaking side of things. He's not just a dumb action guy, mm. um, even though he's in a lot of iconic action films. Yeah. And he's a big, muscly. And he's not even that tall, but he's just a muscly, really well built guy. Um, but yeah, I th this is, like I said, the first, the whole first act through the middle is flawless to me. It's like in so engaging and it's, uh, it's such a relevant, 
story um today well like relevant more than ever really if you you know it's just for like i said replace veteran with with vietnam vet with anything um mm -hmm. and this applies the same story could happen it just like this in this story these cops fucked with the wrong guy you know just think about that like they're fucking with this war hero but think about all the people that aren't war heroes and aren't that aren't capable to defend themselves that you know, have to take that shit from yeah. from those police. Um, oh, it's man. just a powerful, powerful message beneath all of it, and then it's just, and then it turns into fucking Grand Theft Auto. At like, it feels like Grand Theft Auto on five stars by the end of it, and. Uh, and it's the chaos and like how do you how do you get to de-escalate this how do you possibly get out of this without being killed or mm -hmm. at least in jail for the rest of your life um but yeah the um the uh the fucking when they get him into the police station and they are just like just beating the shit out of him and hosing him down and all the stuff it was just like god damn this literally was just like a drifter and it's just like uh i don't know it's just like the the these this not faux animosity but it's like animosity towards just like just because you don't know the person and they look different or, than you and, or yeah they're, they're a little unkempt they're pretty you know they're, yeah. they are a, a homeless homeless yeah. person and it's just like the um dude's just coming in looking for a place to eat and it's just like if they're caught, this all could have been avoided if the sheriff was just like not an asshole and was just like here's the diner, and then drove away. But, um, yeah, it's a it's a great Brian Dennehy is a sheriff. He's such a fucking prick. I think he just died. Oh a my god, he just died a couple years he's ago. So good at being just a fucking asshole in this movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And you just like want him to get his this whole fucking yeah. movie. You just like waiting for it. Um, because like Rambo could kill him in the, in, at any point. And that's mm -hmm. what is, uh, like the, the Colonel once Colonel, the guy who trained Rambo comes, he explains is like Rambo could kill all of you at any point. Like you're, he's doing y'all a favor by, by keeping you alive. He's yeah. already done you a service. Like leave him alone, let him go. It, like we'll pick him. You know, the thing about like we'll pick him up in uh, another city at a, working at a car wash um, a few weeks from now. Like without any violence. Like stop this. The yeah, yeah the, the the cast is solid. Um, but the, besides Brian Denny, you know the the young. Uh, red-haired cop who was very slender in the very beginning he was like the only one that didn't like what was happening to rambo that's, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's david caruso um from uh Whoa. csi well, i forget wow. one csi miami is that the one he's on i'm um, not sure but i know the, i know the name so. yeah he's a lot older now and he just like i forget he saw he looks so young and and uh but I could definitely could tell that was him. Also, one of the other cops was um, Hank from Twin Peaks, which he probably didn't get far enough to meet that character. But um, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, this is like I knew these cops, and they they're always just getting fucked up. So in the middle, not in the middle, but like right before halfway, you have the scene where the cops. It's after the guy in the helicopter died, and all the cops are kind of going up the hill with the dogs and there's like all these traps set and it's like a straight horror movie. Like this scene is a straight horror film for it's like predator. There's it's, so many, it, 
I thought Show that too. So many similarities that Predator had from this sequence, I felt. Same, like, I, was, I thought, I thought the same like, thing. Like, let's make Predator just John Rambo if he was an alien. <laughs> so I have actually, uh, it. I have it written down here as one of my notes, that First Blood walked so Predator could run. Is the is the quote I have yeah. here? Honestly, yeah, it's just. Um, uh, um, and Predator is a really revolution, like a fucking um, like I put that on a similar level. It doesn't have the message, maybe, but it has the genre blending and it, it has the aesthetic and it has this like the horror, yeah, the horror action mixture, um, and that this has the, that. This definitely has that horror element to it. At least in that scene, it's super like that. Mm-hmm. He's this the, monster um, that just comes, this boogeyman that comes and gets you out of the tree. Like, yeah, say, so literally jumping off the top of trees, diving onto people, stabbing but, people um, in the ass. Fucking, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, taking people's legs out. That guy might not walk again, but he's alive. Um, with the trap that just spikes. Oh my knees. God. It's like his, his thighs. It, yeah, it was like yeah. hit him in his thighs. Well, it might hit him in his dick. <laughs> The uh, um, uh, real quick before that, though, I was gonna ask when they're uh, after the, you know, the guy falls out of the chopper and Rambo's just like hands up, just like uh, you know, it's like I it, I didn't do anything, it was an accident or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then they all just start shooting. He grabs his head. Does it, is he just get hit with a ricochet bullet? I think that he, yeah, yeah, great, yeah, a ricochet or he, uh, something grazed him because like, he doesn't really have any like mark there other than just like covering yeah you're right you're right it didn't really come back to it like that he was injured he was bleeding and just but it cut his face but yeah i wasn't sure if it was a ricochet or what did you look yeah i no i I didn't i was just curious but uh, i was gonna say apparently the the original cut of this movie is three hours long and then the studio made them cut it down to 90 minutes um, holy fuck holy fuck holy fuck dude that's a lot of time and that's a completely different film like, yeah, well, I guess like it was bad. Like the three-hour cut was bad, from what I read, and they uh, uh, cutting it down to ninety minutes is what made it like the masterpiece that it is. I guess. So it's like it was um, like one in the editing room because the the director yeah. Ted the Ted Kotcheff. Is that how you say that? Ketchup, Ketchup. I think that's how you say it, Kotcheff. Uh, yeah, Ted Kotcheff. Um, he. It, I looked at his filmography, and I mean, he do, he's a jobber. He's done good mood like big movies but nothing like as critically acclaimed nearly to this level mm-hmm. um since let me pull i'll pull it up again but yeah fucking this is so maybe that's what it was like it was like a team effort and he the guy overshot and they it was enough to cut it into a a good movie uh yeah i, 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 I think it just would have played out in the longer cut and then you cut um, it down yeah um, so filmography, he did fun with, fun with Dick and Jane, the 1977 one, um, first blood, then he did uncommon valor with Gene Hackman. I think that's supposed to be good or decent. Um, weekend at Bernie's. He did a bunch of comedy. He did some comedies. Wow, how do you do this and then Weekend of Bernie's? Yeah, Weekend of Bernie's. I remember they're looking at him like, there's some. Oh, yeah, a bunch of crap. Bunch of crap. That's uh, The rest is all crap. <laughs> Television, yeah, nothing worth mentioning. But, um. 
Yeah, it's like this whole movie is Brian Dennehy trying to overcompensate. Look, I am man. I am a big man. I'm biggest yeah. man. I'm big man. And then he's just getting punked over and, and over again until he has this fucking uh, breakdown. And I am the right. I am in the right at all times. And get, people get start getting killed because of his bull, his dumbass shit. Those dogs got yeah. killed. That old man probably died. They never really came back to the old man. Yeah. Or how they got the, any of those people out of there. The official body count for this movie is one death. But like the car that he, uh, later in the movie when he gets out of the mine and he steals the military truck and he runs over, he like uh, hits this cop car off and it just explodes onto another thing. Or the gas station is a 24 hour gas station that he blows oh. up. So definitely somebody had to be working in there. <laughs> but um, the official body count is only one. Yeah, I thought about that. There's a there's a scene where he ran a cop car off the road and it hit a car on the side of the road and it just instantly blew Fucking, up. Yeah, immediately. That, that so that that is where my flaws of the movie come in are probably in the the second act. The pace slows down and it's good because you need to re fucking recuperate after yeah, all the you're shit get, you're you just getting saw. your 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 Rambo exhibition ex, ex, Yeah, you're getting his background. This is the reveal that he is a fucking kill god, uh, a, yeah. a god of death. And uh, <laughs> he's a fucking uh, and nobody cares. His, name? his name's Ryu from Death Note. I don't understand how the state police are supposed to be in there and be in under control, but for some reason, the sheriff is still calling the shots because he's just talking loud enough, the loudest. Like, yeah. the, like, I didn't understand the whole jurisdiction thing because all he did was like, uh, I don't give me that jurisdiction crap, and then it just they, they were there, but they weren't really. The state police seem to be doing the larger like shit, but the the sheriff was just like, I, if I I want to be the one who kills him. I thought the scene with the national guard was hilarious because they were all really stupid and like they just like I don't want to die like I just do this part time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they blow it up, blow the cave up with a thing. Oh yeah, the that... rocket, yeah, an unauthorized rocket launcher is just. <laughs> Like no one cleared that, and it just fucking. And then they just assume he's dead. They don't even go to check to make sure. They're like, "All right, let's all go home." Um, I thought it was worth noting that the cops have M16s just off rip before they even call in anybody. Like they just yeah, have right? them. They just have them. I'm like, geez, mili- we're talking about militarized police today, and they have just M16s in the in the fucking tub. Yeah. I mean, granted, this is like, you know, it's like a super action movie, but the, but still, it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, so I'm not going to lie. Uh, this is a, mo- a vibe that kept coming up for me is this movie kept reminding me of Metal Gear Solid uh, 3 in particular. Um, because uh, there was a scene with the helicopter and he's behind the tree and he's like mm. shooting, he's like throwing rocks at it and shooting at it or whatever. They're shooting back at each other. And I was like, this mm. looks like a video game. Like this whole way, <laughs> this angle and how it's like behind Rambo, like it's third person and he's moving around the tree. And like you see the, the, the helicopter swinging back and forth. It's like, this looks like a video game. In particular, I kept thinking Metal Gear Solid 3. And then in the moment mm. that he jumps off the cliff, and just fucking somehow hits a bunch of branches and survives. I was like, oh, I yeah, thought it, I, I thought he was going to fall into the water, and then and he didn't. But it, all, it also reminded me of Metal Gear Solid 3 because there's a part where Snake, Snake falls off the bridge. And, and then he has to do self... Uh, he has to, like, um, 
Dude, first date on it. Yeah, and... first date on himself. And it was like, this is the exact same thing as that. And uh, I will say, I'm surprised that all he had was a cut that needed stitching on his arm at the end of the falling. I, I figured yeah. he'd be a lot more fucked up. Yeah, yeah. That part was a little, that part was a little bit of, uh, it felt a little unreal to me, even if he hit a Hollywood movie. Magic. Yeah, if he hit all, because like if he hit the water, then I I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Um, there's a scene in the in the raid too that we'll talk about later. That's that's like that, and it's like for all the brutality, there's this one moment where it was just, oh, you guys would be dead. <laughs> but, um, okay, let me see what I got here. Um, they have some quotes. Uh, people start fucking with the law and all hell breaks loose was the, the quote, uh, Brian Denny quote I wrote down for some reason. Um, also Colonel Campbell from Metal Gear Solid is definitely modeled after Colonel Troutman. Like I yeah. am a hundred percent on the MGS, uh, influence for Kojima. Uh, cause he loves his film. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's, he's a fan of like eighties action too, specifically. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, Oh, what about the rat attack in the mine? I thought that that was one of the weirder parts of the. I'm like, yeah. wait, what the fuck? I don't think rat, rats don't gang attack like that. Like it was like, yeah, it felt like D and D. Like it's like, do yeah. rats actually do that? Um, no, I felt like I, if they were like that hungry and and there's so, and there's a swarm of them, so like if you walked into a big uh, a swarm of rats, would they be like, oh, we got the numbers on you, human? You're fucked. I don't. I don't think that that's. They would work like that because you're so much bigger. They were. They like were a, big ass rats, though. Those were but, some uh, big rats. Well, from what I I was reading, like differences between the book and this, and I guess in the book it's bats that just start flying around them and, and fucking with them. Which I don't know why they would they would change that. It's probably cheaper to just put fake rats on them than to try to coordinate bats. But. Um, then after that, you brought up the, when he steals that army truck with the machine gun in it. Yeah. He just like, uh, he's like, Hey, look at the road. That's how accidents happen. <laughs> and, and I, I yeah, one thing about this movie is, so this is Stallone's like his emotion, his, how he is as a character. I love, but some of his like line delivery is just so monotoned and just generic Stallone. That is just like, like, I guess back then it it's was his generic. style. I mean, that's definitely yeah. like, it's become his style. Like, I don't even think yeah. it might, I don't even consider it bad acting. Cause I, I'm so used to like, this is just yeah. how Sylvester Stallone is <laughs> at uh. the very end. His big ass speech at the end, I was like, Whoa, he's, he's Stallone in it right now. Uh, yeah. And it's good. It's good speech, but it's like very in his inflections. Um, yeah, it's like what, like hearing him, like his voice crack and stuff when he's like breaking down. Like it was, it was good. Like it's, I, it's, real. it's a good performance. Like, yeah, like what I would imagine real Stallone would do if if he was in that situation. Uh, but I want to go back to that truck because first that was a weird line, and he like it was almost like a look at the camera moment. That's how accidents happen. <laughs> And as he click as he clicks his seatbelt on and winks at the camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, the more you know. The, um, but then uh, after he kicks, oh, he asks him. He's like, "What are you hollering?" And the guy's like, "One M60 machine gun." <laughs> and, and and then he he steals a truck. I'm like, "Cool, all right, one machine gun." And uh, he parks it. I'm thinking like, "Oh, it must be so big, and the ammo is so plentiful that they need his entire truck." And yeah, it's uh, it's just he able to carry all of it himself. 
and then needed a whole truck for it. I get the stand is big and everything, but and you're like shooting I, it from the back well, of the truck, maybe. I, yeah, I guess, but he's hand holding it, and I feel like that's a belt fed gun. But I feel like I never see him. He's always two hands on it, and he just never reloads. But the, it's uh, I'm pretty sure like that kind of gun is like because he wears the the shit on his like on him like the bullets and shit. But he it's just where's the ammo coming from when he's just I, no I saw it dangling I saw the rope da- the uh, belt dangling on a few okay of the maybe shots. I just missed it then because um, I had that written down I was like infinite ammo question mark oh no he never reloads never reloads oh he runs out of ammo several times in the first couple acts but in yeah, the yeah, end, yeah yeah in the ending he's got on un- he's unlocked infinite ammo. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, there, there was a note I have here that there's a shot when the sheriff is making the after the gas station explodes. The sheriff calmly tells everybody to evacuate the streets, not yeah. the town, just the streets. <laughs> and you see a shot of a bunch of people in the streets, like, uh, and then it, sh- it goes back to the sheriff, and it goes back to the street, and everyone's gone instantly. And. <laughs> And I was like, whoa. I was like, I mean, they could just be trying to show that some little bit of time has passed. But it there's looked- a bunch of movies. There's a bunch of parts in that because I had that written down too, where it's just like you cut to uh, it's right. It's when Rambo's hiding in the cave and they're um, they're trying to do the radio thing. But it's like you cut to them. They're like reaching out to him. You cut to Rambo. He's just like eating for a second. And you cut back to the people and it's pitch black night. And it's like. No, it must have been, that makes so much more sense with what you told me about the editing, because that's the kind of shit that's going to happen um, with with editing down like that. Yeah. Um, but I've, the, yeah, uh, I've, knowing that that makes that makes sense for the flaws, especially in the, the latter part of the movie. I for I have another note for the latter part. How, how do you feel about shooting one streetlight takes out the entire power of the city? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. He didn't shoot the streetlight. He shot the transformer. Oh, it looked like it looked like he just shot the bulb out of the streetlight. No, 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 no. The whole grid goes down because the transformer explodes. Because I, I I remember that part. I don't know why. I always remember that part from when he shoots the transformer. Because that's either way. That shouldn't take out. That shouldn't take out all of the. It would take out the block. It would take out like that block. I feel like it would Um, take out that side of the road. I don't know. It would take out the, our, the immediate area around him, but I don't think it would take out half. Because our power goes out on the on the farm all the time, and like I'll just drive past where it's out at, and it's just like it'll be like sometimes it goes um, like something will be right across the street from us, and it's like that's definitely got to be affecting us, and our power's not out, but the, the, all the neighbors are. But then something like two blocks down the street goes out, and I don't have power, but then the people across the street do. Um, so it's I don't know it's I, granted that's more of a like a town versus I'm in the in the in the cut but um, I don't know it just felt it, it I felt movie you know it felt very movie but I mean at that point it's he's walking around with a fucking M16 or M60 just gunning down like trying to gun down the guy on the roof and blowing up shit at willy nilly. So in the end, the sheriff because he's holed up in the 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 police station at the very end. Um, yeah, like and I was like, and he comes out of it and it's just fucking decimated. Um, and just like, geez, like this is what you fucking dumb cops get. Um, uh, <laughs> fuck. Co- this movie definitely has a big fuck cops vibe. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Cause especially cause of how ahead of its time it is. And it's yeah. not, you know, at least at the very least it's fuck bad cops. But if you're somebody that 
that, that thinks there should be major changes in the in the police system, then this is a film for you. Um, in the end, I'm like, how you know they they don't explain what happens to Rambo in the end. He just walks off with the colonel. The colonel escorts him away, and you don't. He doesn't get handcuffs put on him or anything, right? No. Uh, well, he, no, no. He's in cuffs. He's in uh, cuffs. In yeah, the front, he's in cuffs. Fine. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's a big uh, trench coat draped over him. Yes. And they're like yeah. walking him like out of the police station. So it's not very it's not very obvious if he was going to be going to jail, if he was going to be killed or whatever. Now we know because of the giant, how much money this movie made, you know, how successful this film was. Mm-hmm. They spawned a franchise, so they weren't going to end it. But I like I wonder what, what do you, does the book just end? Like, does it have an so ending? in the in in the book in the original cut of the movie, Rambo kills himself at the end, uh, in the police station. But yeah, I guess that's the they, only true. And if this was a react, the if this was reality, that would be yeah. the true ending. So that was the original cut, but I guess with the audience testing, it didn't go over so well. So they had it end this way, which is a little more not anticlimactic, but it just just leaves it, it up in the air kind of end. Um, but I guess, but it leaves it open for like the sequels and stuff. Um, but the because uh, the sequels are yeah. just supposed to be action porn, like straight up, especially yeah. the mean, second the, one. The second, the second one is is first blood. Part I've never actually seen the second one. It's supposed to be not but good, it, but it's supposed to be like a three out of five, like action, quintessential eighties action porn movie. But calling it First Blood Part Two, like, does it just pick up right after this, or is it? Because clearly he's not in jail if he's out and about doing things. And oh, then, he I gets. Rimbus... I think the premise is he gets like uh, Colonel Troutman, like, sends him on a mission to redeem himself or something like that. But he has like, to do some kind of special part. agent mission, um, because or whatever. He goes back into the military. Essentially, is what happens. Does Does he look at the camera and say? What is this, some kind of suicide squad? And then he winks. What are we, expendable? Yeah, um, what are we, expendables? <laughs> I don't know. I've seen those movies, but I picture that. First, I've seen the first one. It's, it's, I mean, it's the first one. About cool to see the first one. Like, yeah, all at the end of the month. But the, uh, the first one's cool because it's just all of the 80s action stars together. It's, it's, it's pretty rad to see. Um, um, Mickey work is, is wild. As much as, as much as this changes pace, I do worry about my my attention span for all these action movies just watching people punch for an hour for an hour and a half at least they're not long that's the best part about it um yeah. none of these movies are long as far as i know um all right so what do you give in first blood uh i give it a four i grant granted i feel like everything we watch is four or and above but um i, I liked it a lot i uh yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's a solid, It's a genre-defining thing. I feel like that set up the kind of solidified. This is how you do an action film, and then clearly going from like Predator and then the subsequent sequels of this, where they just you know scrape out just the awesome action parts of it, and and you get less and less plot as the decades go on. But um, yeah, I think it had the potential to be more than a four. Um, mm-hmm. Like I thought it had the potential on Letterboxd. A lot of the people I follow, I was surprised, gave it threes, um, or three and a halfs. And I, uh, I think it's really it's uh, how much influence it has, and how much like the message and how well it is executed, at least up to a point. Um, 
It's I guess with its original release in the 80s, it was not well-received critically, but it was well-received audience-wide, and that's what... It was one of those instances where there was, like, the divide between critics and audience. Um, but then it got re-reviewed, like, in the 90s or the 2000s to give it a more... like, a, like oh, a by the 90s, it was already a classic. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's, in the re-review now, it's, like... 87 on i think rotten tomato but it still has a 61 on metacritic i think jay from red letter media i have as a three um roger ebert has a three out of four uh ralph the movie three maker. out of four is like a four out of five yeah 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 um ralph the movie maker has a three and patrick willems has a four i yeah i think it's solidly a four yeah, um, I think so. I flirted with giving it a higher score. I really was like, is this a four and a half? Is this more? Is I almost wanted to give it a... It, in the, after the first act, I was like, this is perfect. Like, this is five style. This is five to me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, But then, yeah. uh, Not that the back half is bad. It's just it, it, the holes. There were holes a little bit that started appearing. Um. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty much how I feel. It was just certain things that are just um, you know, you just you get out of the reality of it. But it's because it just feels so well grounded in the beginning. Other than like, I still feel like they just the the sheriff zero to one hundred on it real quick. But the uh, quick, but maybe there was more more maybe than the original cut. The three hour there was more going on that escalated that. Um, cool. But, yeah, solid four though. Great movie. Cool, cool. Um, John J. Randall. I really do want to see the second one, and I almost just straight up put it on after I watched it. But I was like, we should, I should save it. But then I don't want to wait all the way till next year, till next Boom Fest to do Rambo Two. Um, because but Rambo Two is also probably not good enough to do for a regular old episode. So we'll have to yeah, figure that I've, out. I've only actually ever seen Rambo One and Four. Which uh, is like yeah, the first same. Of the old man Rambo. Same. That one, uh, those are that also the wild. Ones I've, seen. I've seen Hot Shots Part Two, the parody, the Rambo parody with Charlie Sheen, yeah. a million times. I've, um, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh man, they used to play it on Comedy Central all the time as a kid. Those movies, there's all kinds of really good, like airplane style comedy airplane movies. So good. Airplane's a fucking classic. It's on the list. It's the original. It's the original scary movie. Yes, the scary movie style. But like the Hot Shots was that. Um, there's Top Secret with Val Kilmer. Um, there's so many of those throughout the eight, the eighties um, through the two thousands. Um, but the airplane is the best. Um, but all right. Um, yeah, I'm, I feel good about First Blood. I it's the thing about action movies is to feel I feel like I have less to talk about. Um, action good, the plot. You know, um, First Blood actually gives me more to talk about than even the raid. I feel like, um, because the raid is, you know, you're in the same place, the same set for the whole movie. Um, mm. but yeah. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, let's do it. I I think I have got more to say about the raid than this one, just because this one being I've seen it so many times. Versus the raid was like it was the first time I'd seen it, um, and I'd heard so much about it, like when it came out and then and and everything, and it's just it it just always slipped under. Um, never got able to watch it. I especially hear about the raid two. I've heard about both of them because of the style, but they say raid two is the better of the two. Is that true? 
Uh, that I've heard that as well, but I I think that you can't. It's what it's kind of like this to Predator. You can't get to the raid two without the first one because the first one is just. I'm gonna outright say it while you're typing. I loved it. I this was everything I wanted it to be. Um, when I like based on what I had heard, the only difference is I watched the director's cut, which is like ten to fifteen minutes longer, and you feel that ten to fifteen minutes of length versus like. Um, oh, I did. Mine was like, an hour and forty-five. I don't know what I saw. I thought the, I saw the unrated version. Is what I. Oh, saw. that's what I saw. That's what I. It's saw, only a minute longer than the other. Oh, one. never mind. The never mind. I yeah, the, was, yeah. I, the, I looked because I compared them, and the unrated one was just a minute longer. But yeah, uh, so that mean that's just the film. That means you're just filming the film there, brother. Because I yeah. also felt that. Um, I thought this film had a lot of style. Um, and there's obviously the martial arts and choreography are fantastic. I love that this is not just your straight up normal, like martial arts choreography. This is like martial arts meets street brawl style choreography. Yeah. It's like a mixture of the flashy and the realistic, like so much more knees and elbows than you'd normally get like Muay Thai Uh, stuff. Yeah. 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 And, um, oh man, it's just like, I, it's. It's so funny how quickly everyone is just gets murked in the beginning, and then I'm just like, man, I thought everybody would just be fucking people up, and then it just, and then it when it gets it's down just to the, just like the core yeah. people, yeah, uh, and then it just goes off. Yeah, it becomes um, a straight up a martial arts movie once all the the people get killed it's, from the guns. Hard boiled, but with fists. Um. Yeah, I see. I've seen car- comparisons to hard boiled. Um. I've seen. Uh comparisons but i think there's a distinct difference between the two films um which is that uh hard-boiled has that opening sequence and i think there's even a second sequence but then there's this big long like um it gets really slow and a very like dialogue heavy and you're learning mm-hmm. about the characters and there's this build up and build up and you're just like waiting for the next action sequence and then it's that 45 minute fucking torrent of awesomeness and this felt like it just gave you the premise and then just said it put you in the location and and like they're gonna have to go up to the top 10 minutes and then it was bam and then it was go and i think there is a little bit of emotion lost in like connectivity for me with that versus hard-boiled um this movie's great in the 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 action the way it's shot and the martial arts are great, uh, flawless even, and very influential on a lot of stuff that's come out since, like your John Wicks. Um, mm. And uh, Atomic Blonde, apparently, I've read as a, as influence in how it's shot. Um, it's not like fucking Netflix Marvel shows or something, or, or just mm. crappy action where it's all cu- chopped up, and you don't actually see any you know uh, blows landing. Yeah, this this to me felt like um, if just, you took the hallway scene from the original Old Boy and made it an entire movie. Uh, see, but that the, the Old Boy way. is a, a long way. shot, though. Old Boy is a long shot. No, there are so many. Like that, the thing I love about this movie, there's so many long, not as long as that, but so many long sequences where you see the entire thing before there's a cut. There's also and, like, cuts that, though. Like oh, cuts no, around sure. punches. But I'm just saying, like, There's also like cuts around punches, they use, but they yeah, make they sure that you points. see the hits. They make sure that yeah. you see everything landing, everything hitting. 
Um, yeah. Where it's like not chopping the, uh, to make you, it's not chaotic chopping to make no, you No, no, it's like you're watching for a good five to 10 seconds and then there's a cut. Like, it's like. Or there's so more. Well, even in the hallway, the, in, the, in the hallway fights, there was, um, I feel like, a lot more cuts than in the room fights. So, like, the. If you could, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the big scene that, like, was like real viral and blew up with this is whenever they get into like the drug making yeah room. i figure that's the big ad, that's the biggest fight sequence Where it's in the just whole like, movie it's just old nuts the main guy and the other guy who was guarding old nuts and they're just fucking like everybody gets their time to shine and it's just fucking brawling and i loved it it's all like longer things you're just seeing so much more like appreciating all the choreography like you like i'm i was watching this so intently trying to see if you could pay attention like notice when the actors were like like you know you can tell in some fight things where like you can tell oh he was pretty ready for that kick to get there or there yeah like, yeah because choreography so in tune and quick that it just felt like reactive because it was like if you were the stunt guy and you didn't keep up with the lead you were gonna get hit which made it feel so much more real than just like, all right, we're going to time it and we'll go here and then it's here. Where this felt more like, we know what you're going to do, but the, the the one guy's at the lead and you're just reactive to it. And it just, it, it was so cool. I love all the knife work too. Yeah, it felt, it feels realistic. It's like a good mixture of realism and um, like the, the flashy dance fighting that comes from like, a Hong Kong style, a Jackie Chan mm -hmm. style. Um, I watched actually a video afterwards um, on YouTube that was comparing how, what makes the raid choreography different from a Jackie Chan flick where it's more static and a wide um, because you want to see all the items that Jackie, Jackie Chan interacts with items a lot in the, mm -hmm. like, like uh, around him uh, and his choreography. Whereas this is closer um, and does have static, but it also has chops like a uh, more modern um, or Western thing, but it's chopped around like you, like we we're saying the impact points um, and things connecting and things like that. Or um, yeah, it was, it compared like Bruce Lee and uh, Jackie Chan style um, action flicks. And then this, and uh, it was, I'll send it to you. It was a really um, interesting to think about. Um, Cause now Jackie Chan is one of my favorite, um, Jet Li obviously was my favorite growing up, but I really do have appreciation for the um, theatrics of of Jackie Chan films. Yeah, I was gonna say for those who don't, um, obviously in the audience, like J Justin and I, our our dad for some reason has just the wildest taste in movie stuff. But we grew He's up randomly great taste and randomly the worst taste uh he just literally watches and loves everything which honestly it's i, wish I don't I think he, he doesn't i don't think he loves everything he just he likes what he likes and so and and that's what it is but the what i was gonna say was we grew up watching so much Jet Li and jackie chan stuff like i've seen drunken master probably 10 times as a kid um and i've seen yeah. all of the, the jet he's Li, very uh, much into um chinese martial arts films we didn't yeah. watch a lot of the classics. Like we didn't watch a lot of Bruce Lee. But we watched mm -hmm. a, a ton of eighties and nineties. Yeah, um, we watched martial so arts films. Well, well, there was that one Jet Li series of movies that we like always had on. Uh, he always had on. It was like uh, oh, that's um the legend, Fist of Legend, because that's uh, those the are legend. that's the one that's uh, Iron Monkey is like the prequel to those movies because it's Fong Sayuk. I remember that was what they were always by about. Um. Yeah. The uh, once upon a time in China. 
That's what I was going to say. I was going to say Once Upon a Time in China, but I didn't know if that was a different movie. Yeah, no, um, it is. That's like, a series. And then, yeah, the Iron the Monkey was a prequel to Once Upon a Time in China. Yeah. We I don't, that's so much. Yeah, I love the I love those movies still this day. Um, yeah, Jelly was always my favorite, and he still is great. But there's something about um, just noticing the different styles in the choreography. Um, yeah, I was going to ask, how do you think this compares to something? Because if Jackie Chan is more theatrical, and so how do you view this? This is a mix. Like, like I was saying, it's very it's a balance. It's gritty and and realistic, um, mm-hmm. but it's still choreographed. It's still flashy. There's still big moves. Um, yeah, so apparently the the director Gareth Edward uh, Gareth Evans is that's his name Evans yeah, yeah I not Edwards yeah I almost said it there I know that it wasn't true, um but he uh he did some movie um in Indonesia and he got introduced to that the leads of this movie I think um the lead uh and he like showed him this martial arts style and he never seen anything like it and he think he's never seen anything like it in um film so he kind of um, was, I guess there's a movie he made before this one. I forget what it's called. It starts with an M. I didn't know how to pronounce it. Menta, Menta, Mento or something. <clears throat> but, uh, Marentau. Yeah. Marentau. Marentau. Yeah, that's it. But that's supposed to be the first movie that he starts using that. And then, um, the raid is where it really starts to get, I guess, perfected. Um, and like his film, the filming action around that style. Um, yeah, it's super interesting. This guy's story because he's, it just like happened to make a movie in or yeah. work on something in Indonesia and then met the eco, uh, Uais or, uh, however you say his name, the lead from this film. Yeah. He apologized uh, for pronunciation. I- I was going to ask you how I imagine it's got to be difficult when it's like you're directing like you're a Welsh guy and you're in in Indonesia and you're directing Indonesian actors. But if you don't like it's not your native language, how do you tell if they're acting well or you just saying like, well, it sounds the inflection sounds right. So I thought about this very thing in the very beginning Mm -hmm. of the movie. Because I know in Hollywood, like a lot of stuff when you're doing in foreign stuff, they'll bring on acting coaches that are just there to help essentially do get that where it's like this is what i want and then the acting coach goes in and it's really yeah i'm sure that there's like a lot of people that had to do like not just translation of language but uh um like uh, in intention um and what they wanted and that Mm -hmm. was i i don't know who you know i'm sure there's people that there that spoke some english and he had to pick up some um oh i'm not sure what the language native language arab indonesian um and uh I don't know. Apparently, he did a segment on uh, VHS two, which oh. uh, yeah, the VHS is supposed to be considered a. Uh, um, yeah, I've heard, I've heard it's supposed to be it. m- like mumblecore horror adjacent. Yeah. Um. The, but my yes. uh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, and this is I know it's kind of unrelated, but this is the last thing I'm gonna say about Jet Li, he, just because he has the yeah, greatest line. Yeah, this can't line. be the Jet Li. This can't be the Jet oh, Li cast. He has the greatest line in any martial arts. Oh, I know arts. what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say. Yep. From the one, I'm nobody's yep. bitch yep. and you are it's all mine. Final, it's the final line of the movie and that is such a great fucking line. Yeah, the eyes, when I first saw that movie, I thought it was one of the best movies I've ever seen and every time I've seen it since, it gets worse and my, it gets worse. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it def- same, but that line, that line is such a great line to end on. Oh, I mean, I remember thinking that movie was so cool. You are mine. Um, uh, so good. But anyways, the raid. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> sorry for the little tangent, but uh, I love that this felt like a video game too, though. Like with the levels, like you're just trying to get to the boss level. Um, I wish I would like, have oh, first- seen Dread first because it really spoiled that that uh, novelty, I guess, the gimmick of the floor thing. Um, yeah. What's it called? It's kind of a similar idea. Um, the um, the Bong Joon Ho movie, uh, Snow Piercer. Um, on the yeah, train. train, they go from car to car, and, and you have to get from the one part of the train to the front. Um, similar idea. Um, this is lower, but much lower budget than that. Um, it's it's really well done. The beginning is 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 it gets you, it hooks you in. Um, the soundtrack, which is done by Mike Shinoda and yeah. um, another fella, I had it written down, but. Um, and you can hear it. It sounds like classic Linkin Park shit. Randomly will come on. It's like, oh, this sounds like uh, Cure for the Itch. <laughs> uh, Joseph Trapanese. That's it, Joe Trapanese. Um, I, I, for some reason, thought that um, Mr. Han was on this, too, uh, like leading into this. I thought I had heard, but I guess I was confusing. Because I know he he's done another movie um, called Mall or something like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, anyways. Um I the, but I didn't honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I kept get losing my interest in this movie. Um Oh, really? Yeah. It, maybe because it was like really long fighting and it was like all the sets were the same. It was the same hallway for half the movie. Honestly, these are my same issues with the first time I watched Dread because it was like nothing feels like it's progressing because everything looks the same. Mm. Um, and Dread had some quirks and some funny moments, which this doesn't even have that. Um, yeah, it's just... Levity in no, it's very... It's super, super serious. Um, like, there's so many cool moments and, like, so many cool fights. I watched the whole drug lab fight in its entirety and was like, this is awesome. Um, but I just, like, at the very end, I... When the old guy was the stuff with the old guy and the big boss, like I just didn't care anymore. I was just like, I just had nothing left. Like it was all just about watching Mad Dog lose to our boy, and it wasn't even just our boy. It was our boy and his brother, which I thought that that part was like ha- came halfway through the movie. Like, oh, this guy that's been here the whole time is actually his brother, mm-hmm. and it was like a cool twist, but, but yeah, it didn't like, really so- matter. It didn't really matter. Yeah. They tease that in the opening thing where he's the uh, our boy is um like kissing his pregnant wife and he's like like I'll come back with what like I'll come back with him I promise and oh then you don't yeah really what that he means you're right I forgot then, about that but the uh so like that I kind of like the um I was gonna say I I was on board all the the whole time not bored at all until it got to the final Mad Dog fight with the brothers the two brothers in a van. Um, and then that was like, we just kept cutting back to it. Like you cut back to the old guy and then he's doing his thing. Uh, yeah. That was just, I stopped caring. I was just like, I stopped caring anymore. Cause it was so long. And, um, and then he gets stabbed yeah. in the neck and he's still fighting and he's yeah, still I fighting. Like, how the fuck? 
I mean, I guess that's just, why they called him. I, like, and, and it took both of them together to beat Mad Dog because he's so strong. Yeah. Um, I don't oh, know. How did you? But I will say that like, it's just, it's, I can forgive it just because of how many awesome, just like one shot little like finishers there were. Like, those one dude just like RKOs this guy onto the bottom of a broken door, like spikes. Yeah, that, was, there was a few re- pro wrestling mo- moments yeah, that happened, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, I thought it was super cool. The only, the only, I it, granted this is all you know ridiculous, but the only one I was just like they would have died was like they jumped out that window, and then landed on like two bodies, which has got to be at least three hundred pounds, three fifty, landing about two, three stories down on the, uh, on the fire escape. The bottom guy would have immediately been crushed, ribs caved in, punctured lungs, like dead, and they both just get up and go in the window. I no, thought the good. the thing with the propane tank in the refrigerator. Oh, that was ridiculous. <laughs> it, was, it was like it was cool, but it was like yeah. they, everyone would be dead. <laughs> You'd all be oh, dead. Yeah, that, right that's, now. yeah that, the fridge would not be able to withstand that and then just fly back. It would just explode in an instant. Um, um, but again, I, I guess I also kind of halfway through this movie, I kind of realized that I should treat this like shoot 'em up, not like. Um, something else because this is essentially also like shoot them up with, with fists where it's just like yeah the story's there it's enough to carry the characters through the the thing but you're just here for the action and well, I, no, think I don't do, need like, the story to be great and i mean the action is great but i guess like i don't know maybe i'm not as into action alone in a vacuum i don't, I don't yeah, as much I, as i used I'm to more, as i was as a kid yeah I, i'm um, a lot more forgiving I, i'm definitely am like I think the action, other than the Mad Dog scene at the end, should have been cut in half. I am if you if the, old that nuts, half, the old nuts. The old nuts. I just had no. I didn't care about him. I knew that he was the traitor and eventually yeah, I, needed yeah. to die. And he was like, there was the long speech with the boss about how like you're fucked no matter what. And yeah, yeah, was, it, it was weird. It was weird, and I didn't understand. I mean, I kind of just got that like this. None of this is all you. Everything you're doing here is futile. You're already dead. You were sent here to be killed. Um, like and he, but it wait. It took so long for him to just be like, all right, I guess I'm gonna kill myself, and then I can't uh, kill myself. Um, but I was just like, if you're like, why did? If you, I just got like, if, was he not working for that guy? Because he still was trying to like capture him to get out, um, or was he just like, I don't know. I, 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 like I knew he was going to be the like the heel turn, but I was confused in their dialogue on how, and maybe I just like missed a line reading the subtitles, but it, it was just like how he like, um, the guy's just like, yeah, you're fucked. You can't do anything. You're you were sent here to die, like you said, and then it's just like. Well, then why is he just killing himself? Like, why is he like was is he just gonna get killed if he gets out anyways? But then what's the point of the guys arresting him anyways? Like the arresting old nuts and taking him out? Because aren't they just gonna get killed by the people on the payroll? Or does it not matter now because everyone's dead? Like I just I, I got confused at the end. Um. But um yeah uh, yeah it, it it's a flaw it's the great premise great action so much great stuff about it but like. Definitely, narrative-wise, it either didn't have enough to keep to keep me interested in what was happening, why this fighting was happening. Like, I, it's sometimes I like I think now that I'm getting older, it's not about how you punch, it's why it's why you punch. 
Yeah, right. And, uh, but this is still great. Like, I still recognize and appreciate this, and I'm so glad that it started. I, I want to see the raid too, because it sounds even fucking wilder. I saw some clips, and it's like much higher budget, and it's fucking wild looking. I've seen the car scene where they, because there was like a breakdown of how they shoot the 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 actions, like the the fight scene within the car, and it's just like, um, it's like a jib arm with a car with no lid, and it just like goes in and is able to move around, and and it's it's super cool. You should look it up. Um, um but the. The budget for this was one point one million, and it, it made, feels like, it. yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, it made um nine point three. It says on Wiki. Um, yep. but yeah, you can see there's some CG that was, was obvious. Um, but one thing I do notice in the production, I'm reading about the production is, um. They said that they really wanted to, they felt like movies, um, and they really wanted to capture the, the almost like, I hate, can't use for, I, lack of a better word, like the dirt and grime that kind of comes with the slums of Jakarta, mm-hmm. um, you know, Indonesia, that's the capital of Indonesia, I'm pretty sure, um, yep. or one of the bigger cities, at least, biggest cities. And yeah, it's, it's one of those, sorry, good. I was just gonna say to get a perspective of of SWAT, and I know that the the reputation for um, police in a lot of countries like that are there's a lot of corruption. Um, they get paid off a lot because they need money. Um, so uh, so yeah, there was elements of that with the with the with old nuts. Um, yeah, and I would say it's pretty like I've been to Jakarta for work uh, once. I was there for like three days, and it's it's very much kind of like. Uh, at least I got the vibe of just like how India's got like the you're in the nice part, and then as soon as you go beyond the walls, quote unquote, it's just like that, yeah. Oh, there's is. some South American countries that are like that too. Um, that there's just but, like the slums are, are are way different than yeah. Than Jakarta's a beautiful city though, but the yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's yeah. It's it's super. I'm really interested in seeing this, seeing uh, Indonesia culturally represented. I always am like I it's it's interesting that it's not just the same for to sit you know five six seven countries mm-hmm. um you know I talked we talked about it with South Korea and New Zealand um and uh, this is another you know country that I probably slept on with uh with its with this kind of stuff this is I'm glad I saw this and I want to see more I want to see yeah, the raid too. I, I would, yeah, I definitely want to watch the sequel because if all, if it if if it like we keep saying walk to run today, but if it, if it is just takes like the best parts of this and improves upon it, then I'm all in. Um, yeah, obviously, like I said, John Wick, the raid. Um, I think Old Boy has said some. I want to see Old Boy uh, soon. I don't even care if it's a part of Boomfest. We, I want to see it you, soon. Uh, I've never have seen. You not it. seen the, you've never seen the original. No, I don't want to see. I don't want to see the Spike Lee one. Um, no, I've seen, I've seen both. The Spike Lee one is not very good. Like I like Josh Brolin in it, but the the original is so good. Uh yeah, I really I want to see it, and I saw comparisons to for this to that, um, and I'm interested. I I know that 
that that movie's influenced a lot of action too. Uh, I know I ripped on Netflix Marvel shows earlier, but actually Daredevil has some Daredevil really has slick. Yeah, has some old boy shit, and it is all is super cool. Um, yeah, Daredevil is probably the best of those that kind of style of like action shows when it came to like the choreography stuff. Like I that the sister that first season, uh, I think that's season one that has that hallway scene, but it's. It is. They do the brutality of of Daredevil very well. In I I want to see where it comes from. Um, I want to see. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. But apparently, apparently the Joe Taslam, the I don't know how you say if that's how you say his name, but he was like the the lead cop, like the 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 guy running the mission, not old nuts. Yeah, they Jaka was his name, J A K A. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, Jaka, uh, Sergeant Jaka. He plays um, Sub Zero in the Mortal Kombat movie. The new one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that does look. He did look familiar too. Uh, um, I've seen the guy who plays Mad Dog in more than just in something uh, else. More, in oh, I'm sure. World. I'm sure because I he saw his so familiar. He has such. A, he's that face that's just like you. So you like recognizable. Um, I'll just now forever and always know him as Mad Dog. And uh, their their language is Indonesian. It's their own language. Yeah, I, I was gonna say that. I looked it up. It is Indonesian. Um, uh, I feel like there's like not that much to say beyond this. I felt like uh, like it, like I said, it was lacking in um plot, and I and it really needed variants of sets. Uh, too many fights in apartments and hallways. And mm. it just felt like the same. I kept watching. Like, I felt like the movie wasn't progressing, even though they were going up floors. Mm. Um, it's just a number on the wall. Yeah. Mm. I thought that it was going to be more like where, like how dread is where each floor is kind of a little different where I thought like, I figured it would be like, you know, maybe the first couple floors are like normal residential, but then you'd have like the floor. That's the meth lab, the floor. That's where the armory is the floor that we're all, you know what I mean? But it's just other than the meth lab, which it seems to be the second to top floor. It's just all normal residential floors. Um, Apparently a mad dog is in John wick three. That's what he's in. Cause I've seen John wick three. That's a great movie. Um, that's probably what I know him from. That seems to be about him. it. About it besides Star Wars. Um he's in the raid too. But Mad Dog di- comes back in the raid. He's a different character, it says. I don't know if it's narratively linked. Mm. No, it says it's that. No, I'm I'm on it right now. It says two hours after the events of the first film. So it's straight up oh. like same day sequel. Oh, I always in. love it I'm when in. sequels. I love it when sequels have don't have time skips. I think yeah. they're way more interesting. I think it's harder to do to recreate oh, the vibe, uh, like because well, one you're never, you never the, the you're never gonna be able to fully recreate it with like cameras. Not like the technology is gonna make it look a little bit different. Like you're not gonna be able to recreate it perfectly. Um, yeah, unless it was made immediately, like production ended and you went right into the next the next film. That's the yeah, only like, fucking way. The only people that do that are like like Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame are shot side like back at the back. same time. Like, yeah, they're, they're doing with the three Avatar movies right now. They're doing that, but like that's, those movies you gotta are gonna have flop. Money. I I just I hope. I kind of hope they do. <laughs> I, there's no way. There's no. There is not. I feel like Avatar has the most inflated 
sense of popularity of anything I've ever, because everyone saw it. So they, they assume that everyone cares about it. And I highly doubt that. I really don't. I, I really doubt that Americans or no, people all over the world don't really give a shit about Avatar. I bought into the hype of it. I think I saw it three times in theaters and, uh, cause it was just every time I went with a different group of people that wanted never to go, saw it. It's, uh, I will say it was the first time ever that watching a 3d movie in theaters, if you sat dead center, which I did on the one of viewings, it was beautiful and immersive and awesome. But then I watched it years later on TV and I was bored because you take away that speed and that immersion and spectacle, which is, I think what it was riding on, but then technology advances and caught up or whatever. And it kind of lost its thing. And you realize, Oh, I'm just watching a, what feels like a four hour version of Pocahontas. Um, but yeah, it's was still fucking really long, and I've never seen it. But uh, and now, and like knowing that it's that long, and like so, I, three, three hours, three I have hours. to see it. You have to see it without. Do you have to see it without? Uh, can you see it without three D? Like it seems like it's necessary. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, I I would watch it in three D if you could, if you could find a way, because that's the way. It yeah, three D TVs yeah. aren't a thing now. Yeah. But um, but it, it, it I mean it's a it's a solid movie. It's not a bad movie by any means, but it's just kind of long and without that prestige of of the uh, the 3D immersion that actually like worked well. It just kind of was like I don't know. It just gets boring. It's like how I felt about Peter Jackson's King Kong. First time I saw it, that was awesome. Every time I've seen it since, it's just like Jesus. This I saw that movie. movie. It was mediocre from the beginning. They give if it's like if Avatar's like Peter Jackson's King Kong. That's all you need to tell me. Because it's like it feels better, epic, it's but it's not that. It's like media, just mediocre movie. Yeah, um, it's a lot better than Peter Jackson's King Kong. I will say that, but it definitely does not deserve to be the highest grossing film of all time. Um. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm placing my bets about the failure of the Avatar franchise. Um. Yeah. If I would have put it in earlier, if I if I had a podcast. <laughs> um, I mean, James Cameron is really good, though. I mean, he's he's hasn't directed a bad movie. Wait, who? So. James, James Cameron. Cameron. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to his ass someday. Um, we're gonna nail his ass. Don't you worry about it. I thought about doing Aliens for the director's cut of Aliens, which is also like three and a half hours. Uh, no, fuck the director's cuts. <laughs> Some director's cuts are good. Some director's cuts are indulgent and yeah, master- the, the masturbatory. Aliens, yeah, the Aliens director's cut is so long. I remember watching that with CJ and like high school or college and it was just like it's at least three hours apocalypse it's- now re like that director's cut is way inferior blade runners director's cut way inferior like they're just bloated that doesn't just because you like more of a movie you like i've realized doesn't make it better i thought um, the the director's cut was the was the definitive like the cut to watch and for then what? the final cut was just a recolor grade of it for no. blade runner no final cut is a shorter is not is not the same as director's cut the final oh. cut is is an actual final as a as supposed to be the best cut like have the best of both worlds Okay. I, I haven't seen I it. Read that it. The final cut was just a recolor grade of, of the director's cut. The director's cut is so boring. I watched it and it is so long. And I was like, this is supposed to, like, I love this aesthetic and I'm so bored. Why? <laughs> um, okay. A, um, the Terminator, Terminator one and two are awesome. I guess Titanic is a big deal. 
for that time, yeah. If you like, for when that True came Lies out. is is probably his his dud of his whole, not dud, but his is uh the abyss is is not that big of a deal, but it's good. Yeah, I mean, he just has these big giant movies. He's been doing them since the Terminator. Yeah, he's just he's he's really good at the big blockbuster. Like that's, that's why. Like, yeah, he, this is your kind of guy right here. But, well, he's also he's also a huge fan of just like pushing technology, like in filmmaking technology as far as it can go, and like in, in intentionally putting things off until technology can catch up to his vision and stuff like that. And it's, like he he knows what he wants, he knows how to do it, and he's like on the ground floor of developing a lot of like the techniques and stuff for like the 3d and the motion capture and how they were doing because to this day what like avatar cgi still holds up to anything out now and it's just because of just how much fucking like work and everything they put into it like the 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 water alone like uh, just like on how it there's a scene where like jake sully's avatar falls into the river and he's like climbing out and it's just the way that the water and everything goes it's 100 percent cg but it just looks so real for when it came, especially for when it came out, but it still holds up now. Um, all right, but. all right, no more James Cameron. No more. I can't take it. My heart <laughs> can't take it. I can't. Uh, um. Yeah, but uh, let's get back to the raid. We got way off track. We actually need to talk. Yeah. We have to finish talking about the movie before we go on rants about other people. Um. What? Uh. So the raid. Talk about it. The we covered the most of the movie. The only other thing I had in my notes about it was let me just go over and make sure. Uh, da, 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 da. uh all right. Well, then let's just give our scores then. Yeah, we yeah we pretty much covered everything. I was uh, I mostly my notes were mostly just praise, except for just how long the 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 last like fifteen minutes felt. Um, yeah, the ending felt long. It was just like, uh, it was good. It's good. But well, yeah, what do the you give it? Great. I don't, um, yeah, as far as I could tell, I didn't have a problem with act the acting at all. Um, yeah, I, I it seemed legit. It seemed great. I, I, um, I do wish that the, that Sergeant Jacket didn't, didn't die. Cause I, I, I was hoping it was going to be like him, our boy and old nuts at the end, rather than just, the random guy, our boy on old nuts, but you know, um, yeah, I knew it was gonna be that. I knew yeah. that somebody had to die, and this this they killed everyone right off the bat. Um, and it, honestly, I, like I feel like I hadn't completely understood who all died from the first wave, and then Joe Taslam was in this, Jaka was in this fight, and then died, <laughs> and I was like, oh well, I guess this is. And then it became like the second half of the movie with just. There are three people left. Um, yeah, I thought it was funny. It was just like in the, they're in the car, or they first get out of the truck and they're talking to old nuts, and he's just like, "You brought all these kids out here? They're all just gonna die!" And then immediately, as soon as shit happens, they all die. They all get mowed down in an instant. <laughs> uh, yep. 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 All right. But, what uh, are you giving this movie? Uh, they say three and a half. I'd say three and a half. I think I'm giving it a three. I, I I wavered to three and a half, but I think I think a three as a movie itself. Uh, I would give it a a three. I think everyone online just gives us such a high score, 
but I don't I don't think I don't think I see it. I'd give this a four to four and a half if it was a clean ninety minutes. Yeah, I, but, yeah. There was a disconnect for me. There was just this dis. There was I did not get into this movie, pretty much ever. Um, but like I reckon I appreciated it throughout. If but I just was like I'm not. Yeah, this ain't it. like this kind of style movie. Ain't your your cup of tea. Like isn't your. I didn't like, like Dread. I, this is how yeah. I felt. Dread is a three out of five movie to me. It's not. It's a good oh, movie. I, 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 no, but like that, three out of five means it's a it's a solid movie. It's a it's a yeah. very watchable, entertaining movie. Um, that's how I feel about Dread. It wasn't that I just I when I went to see Dread, I wanted there to be more than just killing up up a building. Um, yeah. It's such a simple plot of get from point A to point B, um, with a couple little twists along the way. Um, I mean, I, I feel th- like Dread is just meant to be the American version of this. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's the saying. Like, dread never didn't resonate with me then, and I feel the yeah. same way about this now. Like, I wanted dread mm-hmm. to be more, and I wanted. I think not that I wanted this to be more, but this. It's it's not even that I ex- wanted it to be more or expected it to be more. It's not like I had fucked up expectations. It just I didn't. Con- I wanted to connect, and I was into it in the very beginning because the premise was cool, and I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I just kept getting like. Uh, losing focus on it. Um, yeah, they're definitely probably kind of like how Rambo has in the second act, where things kind of slow down and whatever. This the slowdown for this was only was really whenever the brothers were talking. I feel like when they like got pulled to a side, and it's very that was almost in the that's like after the. I feel like that's two thirds of the way through when the when that happens. It's, I think it's like at the beginning of the third act. Um, cause yeah, it's like last of the exposition outside of Old Nuts at the end, which was confusing, but. Um, the uh, uh yeah so i think it probably just needed it needed a second to breathe for the viewer to catch up and just kind of all right cool I, I can get a break let me let me calm down before i get my adrenaline all jacked up to watch dudes get stabbed a million times and rko'd out of nowhere but yeah so i'd say three and a half though for me because i like these kind of stuff I, I like the high action and stuff like this and i'm a lot more forgiving with with a lot of like plot stuff and all like that but i will agree that you shake 10 minutes off this clean 90 minutes i think you're i think it's a great movie i think a a great a great movie a great action movie does this but gives you more like gives you more reasons to care other than just be a vehicle for the action um like there's um and there is there is that to a degree for sure absolutely but not Mm -hmm. to the level of uh, it's hard to compare it to First Blood because First Blood is a shooty movie and this is a punchy movie, but mm-hmm. uh, um, like the chore- choreography and things are way different um, and way more technical and intricate. But I First Blood resonated with me on such a deep level that probably would make me overvalue it because of how well it balanced the narrative the plot, the message, like it was just such a well-balanced um, film. It's a film. It's straight up movie. It's not just action porn. Like the, I'm sure the later entries in the series end up being. Um, so I think that that's why I think that first blood to me is an action masterpiece. And I think this is a, is a influential and great and important action film on the genre, but I don't think it holds a candle to you know a hard-boiled 
Like there's that the hard boiled example I think is the best reason why this type of movie doesn't work for me. Um, whether it's Western with dread or with this is that there's n- like the pacing of it. It's like, you know, there's, I don't know. Like it just starts off kicking ass and doesn't really give you time to give a shit. Um, Mm-hmm. Like even in an anime that's action oriented, there's like those those moments of reflection um or weight um that gives it an emotional like it makes you care about the characters more. I just like didn't care about these characters. I cared about our main guy, but he mm. was so OP that I wasn't worried about him. Like I didn't feel like he could die. And honestly, yeah. I thought they were gonna kill the brother and they didn't. And I was like I felt that I was like, oh well, like, okay, everything worked out perfectly for you, this guy, and everyone else's life is ruined by this. <laughs> um, but I guess that's supposed to speak to the how and brutal this life is, or the the stakes are for our main character, for Rama, our main character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, three. I'm the- sticking with three. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I'm still three out of five. I'm or three and a half. I mean, I. Think, uh, I think that's a fine score. A lot of people seem yeah. to give it four, four or three and a half. Uh, so just you know, I like to do my letterbox roundups. Ralph the movie maker gave it a four and a half. Chris Stuckman gave it a three and a half. Roger Ebert, who's dead by the time this came out, but his website apparently gave it a one out of four. Uh, I really? hate every I hate everything gave it a five out of five. Oh, and shit. Patrick Williams, Patrick Williams gave it a four and a half. So everyone scored it. No. Everybody scored it way higher than First Blood, um, which I think is crazy. Maybe because they never saw anything like it and it just blew them away. But there's no way this movie is better than First Blood to me. And like, yeah. not just because of the Western thing. I told you with Dread. Like, I'm for our people at home. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I'm just biased against an Indonesian they- flick. I think you got the year wrong on the title. It came out in 2011 oh, at the shit. Film Festival. But for 2011, this coming out, like oh, I right. can see, it makes more sense about the way it looks. Yeah, right? like with for this CG being 2011, I feel like I feel like this for a million dollar budget in 2011. Oh, they know, got the they got their money's was, worth. With this, well, I'm saying like with the kind of action that was going around in that era. Um, I definitely felt like this were probably like a nice breath, uh, breath of fresh air, and then you, because now this whole type of movie is just its own thing with like the John Wick series and and uh, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, I don't know. Three and a half still though, but it's it's definitely. I could see why people like like if your review if I watched this in 2011. I could pro- I would probably have given it a four. My younger self, my my eighteen year old, yeah, you, uh, younger self might have, might have liked this more as well. <clears throat> I'm I would have probably given it a five at the time, like a four and a half. Um, but after seeing all the John Wicks and all and seeing Dread and seeing all the other like all the other different kinds of action movies that have come out since, it's kind of like it's got to you got to remember to appreciate that this was this you know kicked off a whole subgenre of 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 this kind of. Uh, like fight choreography and, and movies and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, unfortunately I got it graded as it is right now and I'm giving it a three, three and a half. 
All right. I want to give it a four. I want to give it a four. I don't want to lie, but I but I think I think Rambo is a more like actual like you said like complete film where this is just this is just an, a, a just a fucking sick action sequence that's an hour and forty minutes long. Yes, yes, that's what it feels like. I law an hour and forty minute set piece. Um, it's yeah, it's great. Absolutely, you should watch it if you're into action flicks. Like if this is your thing, action is your thing, then I then mm. you should watch this movie for sure. You'll love it. If our dad hasn't already seen this, he would He'd love absolutely it. love it. He'd love it. Absolutely. absolutely. This is the kind of shit our my our dad loves. Yeah. The uh yeah. All right. All right, I'm Next. looking at my I pulled up my list. I just wanted to put where I'd rank these. Um I'm glad that we're doing this and Dread back to back though, because I really think it's good to compare. I was thinking that too. Like I think Dread came out in 2014, um, but it's good to see. Like, do you think? I, I'm very curious to see because I haven't seen Dread in a long time. Whether which one I'm going to prefer, because um, Dread's a little more shooty, uh, or I should say, a lot more shooty and less less martial arts. Um, yeah, it's more a- shooting action. Oh, correction! Dread came out a year later. Oh, 2012. Wow. That means that they, that means that they had to have been production like the same time. But they think everyone says that they're influenced by, like it's influenced by. Um. Yeah. Wow. 2012. Who directed Dread? Anyone of note? I want to say it was Joseph Kahn, but yeah. Oh no, I'm pulling it up right now. I'm just. Oh, that sounds like it might be right. There it is. Um, come on, internet. Oh no, directed directed by Pete Travis. I put the the raid. I liked it better than Army of the Dead. <laughs> oh yeah. I put First Blood over Jojo Rabbit on my rankings, which is I, which is seven. I think I would have liked Jojo Rabbit over First Blood, just because it has the the. I think I like the at least lately I've been more of like appreciating com like the like well done comedies. I swear that they I remember reading something about this where this like the director who's credited didn't actually direct it and it was directed by like somebody else pretty much directed it for him. But I'm maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. Oh, it's written by Alex Garland, though, isn't he the? It's yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, he wrote Twenty Eight Days Later, and The Beach. He's an author. Oh, yeah, and he directed the movie Ex Machina. I think uh, that's Gar- what you're yeah. talking about. Maybe he's the guy who kind of low key directed this because he ended up directing after Dread. He did Ex Machina, Annihilation. He does the TV show Devs that's out. It's supposed to be decent. I never yeah. it's on FX or Hulu or something. The development of this film was announced in 2008. Well, yeah, the development. They were going to make another Dread, but I don't know what it, if it became what it became at that point. And they started working on the script in 2006. I'm just see. I'm trying to see the connection between this and the raid. Is what I'm trying to find. Um. Well, that's something we can look into um, before next, next episode. Week. Yeah. Um, 
because I am interested. That is super interesting. Shot with two red Mysterium X cameras in tandem for 3D. It did the proper 3D shooting where you shoot two cameras at once. Oh. Rather than do it. Because that's like, you have... It, uh, there were so many movies that were converted to 3D in post that just killed 3D movies as a whole. Because uh, there's very few that were actually shot in 3D. You had like the Hobbit series with Peter Jackson. You had the Avatar. You had Prometheus from Ridley Scott. Uh, Dread. Um, those were all the ones if you saw them in 3D in theaters like I did. And it was just actually fucking awesome 3D. Uh, so I, I literally just Googled the Dread 3D and the Raid Redemption. Why are they so similar on Quora? And somebody said, it's not a ripoff, just a hell of a coincidence. He's like, first, the plot idea of the hero being trapped in a building is not the that original, having been done in previous movies such as Die Hard and Air Force One. Um, it's done for financial reasons. The production on Dread started in November 2010, while the raid didn't start until March 2011. So even with this four-month head start, Dread still didn't manage to make it out first. So if if there was a ripping off of ideas, then who was ripping off who? There was no way the raid ripped off Dread. That just doesn't make sense. I- well, this sounds like it's just a hell of a coincidence, then. Uh, Hollywood is rife with thievery. Scripts and concepts get passed around. These two films were likely inspired by an idea and or script making the rounds, and people make movies with that in mind. I don't know man, about that, since considering the raid was made in Indonesia. <laughs> yeah. Um, unless the script was being passed around Hollywood. I mean, at that point, did Gareth Evans have anything in Hollywood going around? Because that also depends on what his... Because his last movie was also just an Indonesian movie. Dread didn't make its money back also. I'm seeing here. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, there was a lot big campaign, I remember, in the mid-2000s of people trying to boost Blu-ray sales to get a Dread 2. Yeah, um, it was not going to... Uh, yeah, it's not going to happen. That's a shame. At least Carl Urban is very popular because of the boys. Oh, he did a great job. I feel like he's the best part of that movie. He was on board to do a sequel too. Like he was part of the like the the group of people pushing to try to get it made. All right, all right. Well, I think that we've we talked about our our next week's mo- videos or movies enough. Let me get up the best dread killer. Dread and the Killer. The Killer is a John Woo movie, and uh, you know, I after how much I was sucking hard-boiled off. Yeah, how much you were sucking eggs. Mm, it's not, the 19, There's a million movies called The Killer, but it's the one from 1989. Gotcha. Is it uh, U.S. or is it foreign? Or it's Hong you Kong. said John Woo. Yeah, John it's Woo. but yeah, but it's a yeah, it's John Woo while he's still making Hong Kong. Gotcha. The Killers. Don't kill me. Apparently they were going to try to remake it with Richard Gere and Denzel Washington. Ooh. Um, It doesn't say what the budget is. Yeah, some people think this one's better than... um, Better than Hard Boiled. Hmm. 89. That's cool that we're doing both. Like last this week we had one 80s and one 2010s, and this next week is another 2010s and another 80s. 
Yeah, we usually uh, themes. We definitely try to pick something newer and something old. Yo, is that the guy from Hard Boiled though? Chow Yun Fat. Yeah, he's yeah, in. The, yeah, he's in both of them. Chow Yun Fat's yeah, in like three, in like three of his movies. He's in. He's wow. in a better. He's also in a better tomorrow, which is one of John Woo's. Best I pulled up flicks. the mo- I pulled up the movie poster on IMDb and was like, this looks like the cover of Hard Boiled. <laughs> yeah, the second lead is somebody different. Chow Yun Fat is is John Woo's guy. Gotcha. Oh, this would be exciting, though. Oh, yeah, I'm, like real, I'm really excited because I loved Hard Boiled. Um, it's a, it's. I honestly want to see it again. Um, so, but I'll probably save it for this. Yeah, Hard Boiled is definitely one of my favorite action movies, maybe ever. Um, but I've only seen it once, so I can't confirm that yet. I'm excited to see Heat. Heat's supposed to be awesome. Is um, that with um? Val Kilmer, uh, Robert De Niro, and Al Pacino. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like a heist. It's supposed to be one of the best heist movies, but it's like an action heist movie, not like an Ocean's Eleven heist movie. Yeah. But all right, all right, let's wrap it up. Um, thank you all for joining us today, this afternoon. Um, I was gonna stay on for a little bit, but I think I hear Riss moving around back there, so I'll probably see what she's up to. Um. Good luck out there in the city of Angles. Um, Nice. I wear elbow pads now not to get cut. Yep. Hope it goes good. Don't melt out there from the global warming. And, uh, yeah, Boomfest continues next week. Dread and the Killer. You got got any final thoughts? Sign-offs? No, just uh, keep keep on keeping on. Tell your friends. Let them know that there's a movie podcast talking about big booms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hope maybe I'll actually set up the RSS feed so the audio can go somewhere. Um, but yeah, see you all next week. Have a good, uh, have a good week. Enjoy yourself. See some good, good movies. Later. And, and follow us on all the things. Meh.